What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of No BS Finance. As we head into the new year, I want to talk about five things that you can do right now or right after the new year to get your finances in order, help with your taxes, start building wealth, and much more. This and the market wrap that I'm going to put out tomorrow will be the last podcast for a couple weeks as the holidays roll around and my wife and I prepare to head to New Zealand for three months. So the next time I record, I will be in beautiful New Zealand and we'll be back with some probably fire content. But before we get into this episode, as always, this podcast is solely for informational purposes and is not meant as investment advice. If you do like the podcast, please download it, like it, share it with your friends as it does help tremendously. My email, my Instagram, they're in the show notes if you want to ask any questions or you have any real life scenarios you want me to cover on the podcast. If you are interested in a one-on-one consult to discuss your personal finances, check out my website. The link is in the show notes and also in my Instagram bio. Other than that, let's kick off this episode on the top five finance tips heading into the new year. So let's jump right into it. So tip number one, heading into 2024, is to contribute to your RRSP. As I've talked about before, contributions to your RRSP are tax deductible, meaning it will directly be deducted from your taxable income for the year. And on the plus side, you can contribute to your RRSP up to 60 days into 2024, so the end of February-ish, and still get those tax deductions on your 2023 taxes. So that's tip number one, but some things to keep in mind before you go throwing heaps of money into your RRSP is to be aware of your contribution limits. There's only so much you can contribute each year to your RRSP, so... My recommendation would be to check your CRA account and it'll have your RSP limit for the 2023 tax year, the start of it. Then check the contributions you've made this year. It's fairly straightforward to see how much you've contributed and that will show you how much room you have left. However, if you make a mistake and you do go over, but it's less than $2,000 over, there are no penalties. Uh, Is it a loophole? I don't know. I was going to say that it's a big time loophole, but the CRA clearly knows about this loophole because they just like let it go. So maybe not a loophole and just something nice for the average human being. So if you go over, but it's less than 2K, then there's actually no penalties on it, which is nice, but I wouldn't make like a habit of it because then the CRA will probably won't be super happy with you. But if you do go over like that $2,000 um, limit, then there are going to be penalties on it. So that is tip number one for the new year. Now, on to tip number two, which is to open and or contribute to the FHSA. So the FHSA is the first home savings account and it got rolled out this year. It has the benefits of both the RRSP and TFSA from a tax point of view in that the contributions are tax deductible, meaning that they come off your taxes and withdrawals aren't taxable. So they're not added on to your income. So with the FHSA, you can contribute up to $8,000 a year or $40,000 lifetime maximum, and it must be used to purchase your first home. So this is an amazing account. And yes, I know that the annual limit or actually the lifetime limit isn't that high, especially when you consider the price of a house, like $40,000 in your FHSA, you're probably like, 
I was going to pay for fucking what? 1% of a house. But it is, it is something like the tax savings that it offers are really, really good. So if you have not already opened one, then I would do so immediately if you fit the criteria and everything and get those contributions in before the end of the year so you can maximize your deductions and maximize the growth of your investments because starting early with investments is key. So that is tip number two. Tip number three, and this one is to set a goal of paying your credit card and any debt payments on time and in full throughout the year. If you have been doing this already, then keep at it, champ. If you seem to have a problem with these things, then 2024 is the year to get on track. Set up automatic payments to your credit card. And if you keep overspending, like maybe your checking balance or your savings balance in your bank account is super low and you can't afford to pay your credit cards, then it might be time to look in the mirror and get rid of your credit cards altogether because you clearly can't handle one, which is fine. Like not everybody is a credit card person. And if you find that, hey, like I keep spending way too much on my credit card and I can't afford it, then hey, it might be time to get the scissors and cut those up. And not paying your credit card or your debt payments on time absolutely kills your credit score. And it makes it harder down the line to get approved for loans or another credit card or your mortgage or anything like that. And it can really hurt you financially. So 2024 is the year to get your shit together and start being a responsible human and paying these things on time and in full. Because if you carry a balance from month to month or year to year or whatever it is, then you are getting penalized, which means it is more money out of your pocket monthly or yearly and just in the grand scheme of things. So that is number three. Make it a goal to pay off your credit cards and any debt payments on time and in full. On to tip number four, which is to take some time to learn about finances and money. As I've stressed, it feels like a million times, There are so many great resources out there. And I'm not saying you need to watch or read something every day or binge watch and or binge listen to financial resources. Set a goal to read maybe like even just a chapter a week or listen to a podcast every two weeks. And it doesn't have to be the super long podcast or like three hours long. Be something that's like 20 minutes. And also don't expect yourself to take away each and everything from a podcast. And a good piece of advice that I heard from, uh, who was it? Chris Williamson on Modern Wisdom. And I believe that this actually originated from Tim Ferriss, but that's a whole side thing. Um, And it's the concept of the good shit sticks. It's like when you listen to a podcast and sure, these people or this person is talking for an hour, but one thing just sticks with you and you keep thinking about it. Like, sure, maybe they talked about 20 topics, but there's just one thing that sticks with you and you keep thinking about it. It's all you can think about and all that stuff. That is great. And that is the good shit. That is the stuff that matters to you. So just keep that in mind. Like you don't have to get, bring out the notebook and remember every single thing. Cause I know a lot of people like to listen to podcasts as they commute or as they walk or whatever. And it's not always realistic to, I don't know, bring out your laptop and take notes. Like your brain will remember the, the shit that is important. So the good shit sticks. So that was kind of a side tangent, but just something to keep in mind. In terms of resources, 
I want to provide you with a few that I personally like. I'm not going to go through an extensive list here, but just a few few that I really like. In terms of books, um, the book called The Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham is one of the best investing books written all time. It's all about value investing. It's absolutely great. It has amazing content. I'm not going to lie. It can be a bit dry at times. Like You're talking about investing and finance all the time, and it's very to the point. So I'd recommend like a chapter at a time, but very, very good read. Very worth it. Super good information. Um, Another good one is one that I read a while back when I was actually just getting into personal finance. And it is called I Will Teach You to Be Rich by Ramit Sethi. I hope that's how I say his name. If I screwed it up, then uh, sorry, man. Um, He also has a podcast. He has a show on Netflix. And his money concepts to me, are really, really top-notch. They're absolutely great. So I don't know. You can listen to his podcast first or watch his Netflix show, and then maybe you're like, hey, this book sounds great, and then read the book. But um, I got a lot out of the book. Um, Some other resources. Some YouTube resources would be Dave Ramsey. Um, He's the GOAT. Caleb Hammer is one that I discovered this year. He's really, really good. Does financial audits. Um, Really just helps people... Uh, get their finances on track with debt and stuff like that. It's really, really good. Um, the Money Guy Show is really, really good. These It's two CPAs, I believe, and they just have great content. Um, they all do, and we're worth a watch. So you can obviously pick and choose, um, but those three for me are like top, top financial um, YouTube guys, I guess. In terms of podcasts, I actually don't listen to many finance podcasts, even though I know that there are a ton out there. Um, I know Ramit has one and so does Dave Ramsey. So probably a good place to start. And of course there's mine. So hit that follow button to never miss an episode. So that is tip number four. And that is to learn in 2024 about finances and money and personal finances. And last but certainly, certainly not least is to be boring with your investments in 2024. Don't listen to random people on social media telling you that this stock is going to the moon. Don't bind the meme stock craze. Don't think you need to switch investments every month. Don't start day trading. Don't pretend that you know a ton about crypto. Just fucking stop. Stop using your investments to liven up your life. If you want excitement, then go bungee jumping. Your investments should be boring as fuck. They should be simple and stable with ETFs and index funds and shit that is diversified and you know a lot about. No crypto or meme stock bullshit. If you have extra money that you can afford to lose all of and you want to take some risks, then fine. Go invest in penny stocks or in Dogecoin or some bullshit like that. But that should be the 0.05% of your portfolio. And it is essentially gambling money. Everything else should be safe, stable, and boring as fuck with regular contributions because that is how you grow money. That is how you get wealthy. That is how you become a multimillionaire. So get those regular investments set up and just be a boring investing bitch in 2024 and 2025 and every year onwards. So with that motivational advice, that is going to wrap up this podcast with my top five tips heading into the new year. 
And just to reiterate, number one, contribute to your RSP. Number two, open and contribute to your FHSA. Three, pay your credit cards or any debt on time and in full. Four is to learn, use those resources. And five, just be boring with your investments. So I really hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you learned something new. I hope you take some of these things and you implement them into your personal finances in 2024. As I mentioned, there will be a couple week break here as the holidays roll around and as me and my wife get situated in New Zealand, but we will be back and we, or I will be back and be rolling out new episodes in the new year. If you like the podcast, please like it, share it, download as it does help tremendously. If you have questions, shoot me an email. If you want to talk about your financial situation, find me on nobsfinances.com and let's get started. So thanks again, everyone. I hope you have a great day and we will see you in the new year.